This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, Stinky Dragon Dwellers. It's me, your DM slash tavern owner slash storyteller, Gustavo Cirola. Uh, before diving into today's episode, uh, I want to let you know it's going to be a slightly different episode. This is a live show we did uh, recently for RTX. It's a live event, Rooster Teeth Holes in Austin, Texas. We're going to have it back in person again, July 1st to 3rd, 2022. Uh, have a live show. Maybe you can come check it out. Hint, hint. You go get tickets right now at bit.ly slash RTX registration. Come see us in person. We'll be back next week continuing the White Winter arc. And hopefully we're close to finishing it. You know how that goes in D&D. It's entirely up to the players. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this one shot. Let us know on social media if you'd like to see more things like this. Anyway, let's get on to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Woo! Uh, Ooh, theme music. <laughs> I was not anticipating it, but based on Trevor's suggestion, everyone needs to roll for BM. <laughs> we haven't, we've been, this show's like a couple months old now and we haven't pooped once. That's got to be a health issue. Y'all, no one's ever taken the time to stop and eat some fiber. I just there is a reason out. Bart is 150 pounds. <laughs> got the old John Wayne effect going on over there. Hello everyone, welcome to Tales from the Stinky Dragon. It is our D&D show. We've been doing it for a little while now. How many episodes are out? We've got uh, nine episodes out. Nine, nine, nine uh, starting today. I think today we just crossed was, uh, our 100th episode, that's right. 100th okay. episode, today, available today. I rolled a 12 for my BM, by the way. <laughs> I roll a 15. Five. 11. Barbara's yeah, the pooping. best poop. No one rolled a number two? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I would be hitting the, the rim shot on my uh, mixer. Uh, if you haven't watched Tales from the Stinky Dragon, I'm your dungeon master, uh, Gus, and I've got our intrepid uh, party of adventurers over here, if y'all want to introduce yourselves and your characters. Uh, Barbara, we can start with you. You're closest sure. to me. Uh, hello, I'm Barbara. Uh, and I play Bart, who is a bard, a halfling bard, and he's very charming. He's the he's the the, the tallest halfling ever. <laughs> he's four foot four and one hundred and fifty pounds. Yep, <laughs> makes sense of that. Big old halfling. <laughs> he's like he's the Andre the Giant of the halflings. That's what he is. Uh, I'm John, and I play Mud Bumblecrack, uh, Bramblecrack. <laughs> Why did you say that? I've got a question. Why did you say that? Bumblecrack. Uh, because. I just forgot the last name of my I, character. I had to do some pickups for an episode recently, and I kept saying Bumblecrack. And <laughs> your, your brother, who's the writer, had to keep coming back to me like, listen, you said Bumblecrack again. His name is Bramblecrack. And I, I, I must have done it. I did it so many times. Listen, okay, his name is Mud Bramblecrack, but in France, it's Bumblecrack. It's just different in different parts of the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we. Uh, uh, and I play uh, a druid uh, who, uh, he's a big old boy and he likes to put dirt in his coffee. Delicious. Uh, I'm Blaine Gibson and I play Kyborg the Mighty who is a level three wood elf. You're killing it. Uh, and he's missing an arm and he has a prosthetic arm that he's that he salvaged from a iron golem. What is your what, is what your class? class is he? You're yeah. a ranger? No. I'm a fighter. 
Fighter 3. How uh, do you not know your race and your class? And if you'll notice, I'm wearing a new Tales from the Sinking <laughs> Dragon t-shirt, just like the rest of my cast and friends. Uh, Look at that, you can have a dragon guarding your nipple. <laughs> <laughs> but only the one, the other one is his. Look at uh, that embroidery. It's like he, he treats the, the nipple like it's his egg and he's warming it. Ow! <laughs> also for our OCD uh, audience members, I have assorted dice that are not matched at all. Yeah, you're welcome. That's gonna bother you for the rest of the game. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, well, I play Gum Gum, uh, who is a uh, half orc barbarian. Ooh. On paper, on, on paper. paper, but but in his heart, he's a wizard. Oh no. Uh, that's where it counts, really. That's yes. where you make all the best rolls from your heart, and you don't have to worry about any of those modifiers that are on the no, paper. Exactly. We've not played D and D together in like over a year and a half. We've not person. played D and D together yeah. like, in person, hardly at all. I don't know if I'm going to know we how to. We originally navigate. did some practice games when yeah. we first were thinking about doing D and D together at in the office back Rona. in March of 2020. Yeah. Then Woo! something happened, and we yeah, and then we the haven't played D and D together. We haven't rolled dice together. In that long. I just rolled a one. <laughs> and that's the last time we'll roll dice together. So if for people who don't normally watch or listen to Tales from the Stinky Dragon, uh, it's an audio, it's very audio geared podcast, and we try to make it accessible for people who don't know anything about DD, like Blaine. Uh, <laughs> and we spend a lot of time uh, in the audio edit. Uh, the story's written by uh, John's brother Micah. And uh, I think he's been doing a phenomenal job. He also uh, does a lot of work in post-production with like Foley sounds and voice actors and trying to build like a really immersive audio experience. And I think it's uh, it's really good. I think it's, a, yeah. it's something really fun. If you haven't, go search for Tales from Stinky Dragon wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Please. Please, for the love of God, mm. please. Our chops <laughs> depend on it. <laughs> um, but for today's episode, since uh, you know we don't want to do anything canonically in case people haven't kept up with the show, we're going to do a little one-off. It's going to reference things that y'all have done uh, in the show up until now, but if nobody's, if, if the audience has not seen or listened to a single episode, they hopefully will not be lost. And any of us could die today. And then it will be permadeath. Any single one of us could die. Yes. Any single kyborg of us <laughs> might die. If anything, it's going to be our barbarian who's just running in and hugging people. Hugging, grappling, all <laughs> It's all the same. Uh, people are saying that uh, uh, you got rainbow dice, Blaine, even though they're I all fixed mixed it, up. I fixed the Oh, did you do that? No, well, he messed it up again. There you go. We're back to the chromatic scale. There Whee! you go. So much better. I've got uh, a chat up here on my laptop. Oh, so good. I can see uh, what chat's saying as, uh, as we're playing. Okay. Our story begins one dark and stormy night in the town of Boulderay, hometown of the legendary Infinites. Here at Infinite Headquarters, our four hardworking interns get a rare night's rest in their rooms, sleeping soundly. Or so they think. <gasps> what do y'all think your rooms would look like? Um, I know that's not your rooms, but it's like dorm rooms for interns. Uh, are they each separate or are we sharing? It's up to you guys. You could have your own rooms if you wanted to, or you could bunk up you, together. You've been to my garage gym, right? Yeah. Okay, imagine that with a bed. Okay. <laughs> in a garage right? as well. Yeah, hot. 107 is the, degrees. Is the bed in the squat rack? Yeah, of course, because I'll wake up from the night terrors and I'll go. Oh, 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 oh. I would say Bart has a bunk bed, uh, but he sleeps on the top by himself. <laughs> and he has a poster 
of, uh, you know that classic poster? I think Gavin had it of like oh. the two women kissing. Yeah, oh, of course. He has that one. Okay. Nice. Classic. Wait, is it above his bed? Above him? It's above his bed. Okay. And then he yeah. also has a poster of NSYNC. Does Bart make like, <laughs> a fake Bart in the bottom bunk, like as a distraction in case anyone breaks in? Like it looks like there's someone sleeping down there, but it's really not. Yeah, that's totally what's in the bottom bunk. A fake Bart. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually a fake uh, gum gum because you miss your, your girlfriend gum gum. I was going to say, whatever room gum gum has, he doesn't sleep in it because he gets afraid to sleep by himself. <laughs> <laughs> so he inevitably That's probably goes he... into Bart's room and, oh. and then goes and sleeps next to what he, the fake Bart, thinking <laughs> Bart's just asleep or giving him the silent treatment or upset. <laughs> just a very good uh, uh, little spoon. Yeah, yeah. the littlest of spoons. Uh, Mud, his room looks a lot like everybody's houses after being stuck in the quarantine for a year who have acquired 16 different plants and succulent. Mm. Like Jessica Negri's corner of her house that she's oh, posting yeah. pictures of, where it's like, are you growing? Are you trying to turn into poison ivy? It Is looked like she intent? built a greenhouse or yes. something, yes. like an extension that's, to her house. That's Mud's room, plus, he keeps smuggling in dirt into the room and mm. just slowly is covering the floor in dirt. Is, he, does it seem like the ceiling's getting lower because the ground's getting higher <laughs> from all yeah. of the Yeah, especially the for him since he's like eight feet tall. I feel like so. that would be comfortable too. Yeah, like like some cool Squishy. dirt in there. It uh, It's uh, it's causing a bug problem, but we're okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of mites. All right, well, uh, like I said, everyone uh, thinks that they're sleeping soundly, so let's have everyone go ahead and roll a constitution check. So roll that with a d20. Like, like they said, this is our first time playing in person for a long time. They're used to doing this all online and clicking a button. Where it's automated where it automatically for rolls and adds all the modifiers, so we, we may have to go over manually adding this. Nat all. 20. So Nat 20, that. first plus official two, roll. Plus, plus two. two. 22. Wait, what are we Nat doing? 20. Uh, constitution. constitution I got 11 plus 3. That's 14. I, uh, 11 plus 1, 12 for Bart. I have the constitution of 12 men. So 22 for Mud, 14 for Kyborg. Mm. Was that 11 for Bart? 12. 12 for Bart. And what about our friend Gum Gum over 21. There? 21. Oh, wow. What's your constitution? Uh, plus 3. Damn. Uh, wait, no, it's, it's plus 5. Uh, or which one are you looking at? Are you looking at oh. saving throw or? Then it's plus, then I have a 23. Wait, which one are we looking at? Oh, no. Constitution. It's, I know, but there's two constitutions. Wait, saving throw? This one? It's a saving or, throw. And then there's this No, one. not the saving throw. Oh, just, then, just, uh, then yeah. just the constitution on the far yeah. left. On okay. the far left. Oh, yeah, 21. 12, 12, 12. 21. 12. 21. Cannot stress how much a computer has been playing so D&D for You're also a 12, uh, I'm Bart? I'm 12, yeah. Okay, so Kyborg is tied with Bart. What's your dexterity, Kyborg? Uh, my dexterity, four plus four. Uh, wait, no, no. Four plus four. <laughs> no, the, the, the higher number. Not the modifier, just 18, what's your, 18. 18. And what? what's your dexterity bar? Jesus. Uh, 17. 17, all right. 17. It's, it's like watching study period with <laughs> idiots. Name. Okay. Copy. Uh, <laughs> Mud, Gum Gum, and Bart. You all wake up to faint noises of scratching along the walls and the ground outside of your rooms. Uh, so you, not Kyborg, everyone else, go ahead and roll a perception check. Right, so check. Should be in your skills. Another nat 20. Oh my god. I like god. this dice, I'm taking it home with me. Uh, 19 for me too. Uh, and then with perception, that gives me uh, 27. Wow. Oh, good one. That was a good one, Chris. Uh, so I rolled a two, <laughs> uh, and I have a minus one, so one. <laughs> uh, all right. Gum gum, that's the sound of scratching. <laughs> he thinks it's Not music, head. not music. <laughs> Uh, so, Mud and Bart, you two realize that that sound you hear 
might be connected to some small footprints you see uh, along the ground leading outside of your room. Kyborg, we're going to cut back over to you. Okay, yep. Uh, you also wake up groggily. You stretch out and let out a yawn. As you rub your eyes, however, only the vision in one of your eyes clears. First, oh, no. you think you might be going blind in one eye, but then you breathe a sigh of relief when you realize it isn't your eye. It's just your golem arm is missing. What? <gasps> Why would you take away my one thing? And you also notice little footprints leaving your room, and they look like something's being dragged along with them. Oh, they sliced my arm. No. Wait, uh, is, is like Rocket Raccoon stealing appendages in, in, our, <laughs> in our base? Hey, listen, if Ryan Reynolds or if uh, Deadpool got added to the MCU, <laughs> yeah. we can have Rocket Raccoon. Uh, <laughs> legal, go clear Sticky it. Dragon. <laughs> uh, He's a Warner Media character. Mm, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I just realized as a, a one armed archer, this is going to get difficult. <laughs> How dexterous are your feet? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have some disadvantage because you're, you're one armed currently, but we're going to go ahead and give you advantage on uh, skill checks involving your senses uh, because uh, you're more heightened. You're having to rely on your senses now oh, as opposed see. to the Daredevil effect. Yeah. Or if you've seen or, or read Dark Knight Returns, Green it's Arrow. A comic. It's a comic. Green Arrow has his arm ripped off by Superman. So he's able to just <laughs> yeah. bow and arrow. There you yeah. go. Exactly. That's why I was asking about your feet. Learn how to do that in the next five minutes. Okay. <laughs> this could just involve a few skill checks. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Right. So there's someone taking something out of Mud's out of Mud's. Uh, I don't know. Why I was talking in character. I'm talking to you. Uh, out of uh, there's like there's feet walking out of my room. Yeah. You don't see anything being like anything was dragged, but you do see like little footprints that like. Do we? Are we with each other yet? Uh, it's up to you guys. Well, I'm, cur- I'm curious and, and exiting my room. Well, as a, a person who is in a weight room, as I said, uh, I have weightlifting chalk, as one does. I hope you didn't wake up in a panic and try to, like, do a one-arm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One-handed. Uh, can I throw chalk at the, at the, the, the feet? Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Go ahead and, uh, as you toss some chalk, what do you, what's your goal here? Trying to see, like... Uh, I just want to see what the silhouette of this thing is that seems to be invisible. He thinks they're still in the room. Gotcha, gotcha. Go ahead and roll a... We'll say a perception check again. Ooh, that's a six. Well, we'll say you have advantage on it because uh, your senses are heightened. That's a 16. There you go. All right. Plus, Plus two. 18. two. 18. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, the chalk all falls to the ground, and it doesn't outline on any figures in the room. Uh, but it does settle into the footprints. It makes the footprints a little easier to see. Mm. And you see that they walked in, walked up around your bed, uh, circled a few times, and walked out dragging what you presume is probably your arm. Yeah. Bart wants to go gather everyone so we can start solving this mystery. Yeah. Gum Gum might be falling back asleep. Yeah, he was asleep. <laughs> I was, if, if, yeah, he, he went back to sleep. He, he passes by uh, Kyborg's room and looks in and goes, uh, something different about you, buddy? I lost some weight. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I'm going to go wake up Gum Gum. Then I go see Gum Gum. He is asleep. Yeah, with the, uh, with the fake Bart. Oh, okay. so he's under the bed. Under, under oh, you. so he's my, okay. Yeah, he's in your room. Oh, so it's easy to Go back him. into my room. And then he uh, wakes him up the same way he does all the time, which is he slaps him right in the face. <laughs> I don't want to go to school. Do you try to hit the snooze button? <laughs> like just the smash of Bart on the top of the head? Bart. Are we in the hallway of the intern? Uh, yeah, uh, Bart. It sounds like Bart's still trying to get Gum Gum up for school, but uh, yeah, I assume her doors open or his doors open because. Can I roll for out. slap? Sure. How much damage are you gonna do to like him? Like a. Four. Not much. Uh, no, you probably don't slap very well. You Nine. probably failed to connect. You probably hit the pillow next to his head. <laughs> you hit the fake Bart. Uh, but he gets up. Mud turns into a mastiff mm-hmm. and starts sniffing around for the tracks to figure out where these uh, these little critters are going. Mm, what would that be? Do, I guess, like an investigation check? With advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like weird. Just... Who said? Th- 
Who said that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, doesn't the Mastiff have like really good uh, uh, investigative abilities? Like you've got the the ones that we fought in Bolt in uh, in Pius Pass were part Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? They um, were they they literally could not be stopped by as spells, earthquakes, invisibility, arrows. Arrow. I don't think we shot them. No, yeah, no, I didn't get to. Anyways, nine, nine. I rolled a nine. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking up Mastiff here. Uh, the Mastiff has advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. I'm smelling. I'm smelling for tracks. Mm, I said investigation, but yeah, we'll do perception. Okay. Um, hey, while that's going on, I'm over with Gum Gum, and I say, hey, Gum Gum, high five. 22. And then, and then I lunge my body, and then I convince him that he took off my own arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happens is he smacks you in the face because he, <laughs> he doesn't have an arm to protect. And then, oh, my God, <laughs> your arm. 22, Damn. 22 perception. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're able to pick up the, the scent of small rodents. <gasps> and uh, it seems to you like the trail that the rodents left behind winds up to one of the tallest points in Boulder Ray. It looks like it's heading over in the direction of Dr. Hum's <coughs> lab. Rats. Uh, we've got, we've got a rodent problem, and they're heading to Dr. Hum's lab. We need to retrieve, I would assume, your arm yep. at some point. Are you so, saying that the little mice took his arm? I'm saying yes. <laughs> Cinderella is my favorite movie. <laughs> what part of Cinderella do they steal appendages? Oh, you didn't see uh, the deleted scenes of yeah. Cinderella? I, I, I never liked Cinderella as a kid because that's the only Gus I had to like <laughs> in any Gus, kind Gus. of media. Gus, Gus. In any media, it was Gus Gus and Cinderella. Like that's who I could look Cinderella. up to. It was Palmer. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go to the lab and see if we can find what's going on. Do we have uh, do we have our weapons on us? Should we? Bring yeah, y'all have uh, all your gear. Um, all right, but I imagine we keep our pajamas on because this is like the special uh, nighttime cartoon, like they did with like Rugrats and Hey yeah. Arnold. Oh. It's like the Hey Arnold. Okay, so everyone's Sleep armor it. class then is just ten plus their dexterity. I mean, I mean, we're all fully geared up. <laughs> I know everybody has all their armor on. I think we have double armor. I think we sleep in double armor. <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're heading to the lab. Yeah. So is everyone? Everyone's heading up in that direction. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. What's strange is normally the iron portcullis at the entrance is locked closed, but it's swinging open in the wind, which is strange because Dr. <coughs> uh, normally has designed them to automatically lock. Uh, so it's just swinging open. Is there a uh, mud like to check to see if there's signs of breaking and entering? Yeah, let's call that. Uh, are you still a mastiff? Yeah. Duh. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and call that a perception check then. I'm a doggo. How does Gum Gum perceive? 15. Whenever. Not well. Oh, wait. Mud turns into an animal. Uh, 15. Have we ever thought about that? Have we ever explored that? How Gum Gum deals with the fact how, that I'm an animal? How does, how does Gum Gum, who I imagine has that uh, thing where it's like, if something disappears, right? I think he yeah. just yeah. thinks that there's a dog that is friends with the group that sometimes hangs out. Like, you know, that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And a camel. And, dog, just disappears. and then, like, comes and hangs. And then, like. Honestly, it's easier that way than to yeah. try to explain it. To okay, him. okay. Sorry. And then, then I request a nickname for the dog from Gum Gum Puppy. Puppy. Oh. Puppy. Okay. Hi, uh, puppy. As someone who has seen Chris call a horse a puppy, let's just. That's just <laughs> <laughs> then that's going to be the same nickname if I'm in camel you're form. You're a bird, you're a, yeah. So, yeah, when you're an animal, you're puppy. I'm puppy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 15. Strangely enough, it doesn't seem like there's any evidence of a break in an entrance. Oh. It seems like the gates were not forced open. Okay. Uh, then I would like to suggest we send in a scout. Okay. Um, and let's send in someone who's already. Uh, has, has lost something and has something to get. Uh, let's send in Kyborg. Okay, all right. Guys, this is what this is the scene. 
I want you guys to thrust me in there, and I want to do no less than five somersaults. Okay. Slash forward flips. So we're flinging you past the gate? So it's, it's open. It's open. So y'all are going to fling Kyborg in. It's going to do five somersaults, each at disadvantage because he only has one arm. Let's go ahead and start those rolls. All right, here we go. That was a two. Okay. Ten. Three. <laughs> Ten. Five. So. Ten, 10, 3, 3, 5. It was two, ten, three, ten, five. Yep. Yeah. You all toss Kyborg in, and he immediately face plants, <laughs> then somehow recovers it into a half somersault, then face plants again, gets back up, does another somersault, then trips and falls on his face for a uh, third and final time. Okay. So I, I like that you alternated failures and successes. That's yeah, a, yeah. That's good comedy. That's good comedic timing. I've seen fish do that on the deck of a boat. Mm. Just that motion. You, you well, what do I you, see? You magic carped it yeah. in. All right, before we get too far in, sure. uh, Bart has invisibility, which I think might be the best oh, way jump the gun. to scout in. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, Bart wants to, to cast his invisibility to maybe scout inside. Okay. But first, before he does this, he goes up to Gum Gum, grabs him by the shoulders and go, all right, buddy, listen. Yeah. Bart's gonna go away for a few minutes. Why? <laughs> Don't ask questions why. Okay. Just, I'll be back. All right. You might see me in a different place. Okay. But don't worry, all right? It's like peekaboo. All right. Okay. So with invisibility, Bart is able to go uh, invisible for up to one hour as long as he maintains concentration on the spell. So I guess you're using Kyborg as a distraction as he goes in screaming, uh, falling on his face and flopping around like a fish, and then you're able to sneak in quietly behind him. Yes. What was her BM roll, though? Because that might affect the concentration. I believe her BM roll was a 12? It was a 4, I think. Oh. She might not be able to concentrate that hard. No, in my opinion, the lower the 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 score meant that she made her BM. Oh, Um, oh, okay. So so you're clean. You're light. yeah. Yeah. All right, or, I'm, I'm sorry, he. I forget. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Barbara is she, Bart is he. I'm yes. constantly having to, to correct myself here. So you're heading in. What does uh, Bart see? Uh, so his... while uh, Bart's able to stealthfully make a stealth check, actually, since stealth you're uh, invisible. Okay. Whoopsie. Well, so, yeah, I'm going to say you have advantage because Kyborg okay. made such a, a stink that he's distracted. Anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, 16 Barbara. plus 7. 23. Bart is able to stealthily step in over uh, Kyborg's body as he's uh, lying face down trying to get back to his feet. You enter into Dr. Ehm's <clears throat> lab and it looks different at night. It's almost twisted. Torches flicker off the walls, making the long corridors seem to twist and elongate, and the strange noises further down don't help. As you reach the chamber you remember as the center hall to the six puzzle rooms, you hear voices almost like chanting. There's a hush and a voice starts speaking. It's high-pitched, but commanding. It sounds like a natural leader, but at the same time, adorable. <laughs> so you're in that, member, that big hallway with the six mm-hmm. puzzle the rooms puzzle and rooms? then Dr. Ahem's lab. Where's the voice coming from? In Dr. Ahem's lab. Dr. Okay, Ahem's so lab. Do you want us to come in? Yeah, so I want to stay invisible. Okay. But go back to the team to let them know that the hallway is clear for them to come in. If you just want to punt Kyborg in the chest, I think yeah. that could be the signal. Okay. Okay. Well, I can still talk, I think. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I walk back. You whispered um, to Kyborg's ear or something? I whispered to Kyborg's ear, all right, coast is clear, come with me. Come with but me. But I say it loud enough live. that Gum Gum hears my voice. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. I'm surprised we don't hear a peekaboo from Gum Gum. <laughs> uh, okay, then yeah, we, can we all uh, join in that uh, main hall area? Sure. Everyone go ahead and roll me stealth checks. 
Uh, oh. next, Bart, you don't have to. Okay. You already made your check. Cool. That's a uh, that's a one. That's a ten. Three. I have fourteen. Fourteen. Gum gum. A strange good roll from you for yeah. once. Bart, since you're leading the uh, the way, you actually managed to catch a little bit of what the voice is saying okay. before everyone else shows up and makes a lot of noise and uh, <laughs> and then stops the the speech. You hear, uh, like I said, a high-pitched voice saying, For too long we have lived in the safety of the lab. It is time, my animal brethren, to rise up out of the lab, take over the town of Boulderay, and create a utopia for animals far and wide. With my brains and your animal prowess, we can rule it all, but we must stick together lest we end up like our poor fallen comrades. Remember Sparky? He was loyal to Dr. <clears throat> and in the end, where did it get him? An arrow through the heart. Oh. <laughs> oh. No! But with what? the magical artifacts down here, we can rebuild him. Better, faster, smarter. And with this final piece, nothing can stop us. Our first stop, defeating the demon of the lab. Then on to Boulderay. For under my leadership, we will never falter. I can fix anything, even the death of Sparky. And all shall tremble when they hear my name, Patches. <laughs> and you hear uh, small animals echoing, Patches, Patches, Patches. <laughs> I am 100% staying in animal form for right now. <laughs> so, hey, uh, guys, I don't know about you, but that was a really high-pitched but yet commanding voice <laughs> that we just heard. Natural leader. So yeah. to be clear, for those of us uh, at home who have not seen, I... How many gerbils have I killed? You just killed one. You killed a hamster. You killed, you killed, yeah, a, hamster. A, hamster. You killed a hamster. In so this same, very same lab. So, <gasps> so this is a revenge. They're coming it's, back at you. Killed Sparky. I killed Sparky, and they're bringing Sparky back. Right. Right. We're going to meet $6 million Sparky. <laughs> He's going to have your arm on him. <laughs> there, was a, there was a puzzle that two NPCs were trapped in, and in order to try to save them, Kyborg had to kill a hamster, which only disarmed half of the trap. But Kyborg shot his longbow at a hamster and, uh, and killed it which was uh, Sparky. When Mud comes uh, tromping up, uh, the uh, the animals notice, and uh, they all start to scatter, except for Patches, who notices Kyborg and says, You! You killed Sparky, and now you've come to stop us? Stop us if you dare! You realize he's got Kyborg's arm tucked under his big bushy tail, and he bolts through a lab door. What, what is Patches? What is Patches? What kind of animal? Uh, he's a rat. OK, a big rat. Uh, squirrel. Squirrel, big squirrel. squirrel. Wait, okay. what, what is he, Ben? I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a uh, uh, Ben uh, did our, our writing on this uh, this episode. Is he not a hamster? Well, a Sparky was a hamster, right? Who got killed? So it's just the rodents that are taking revenge. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a rat, but it says uh, his big bushy tail, and I'm not hearing from Ben, so we'll say rat squirrel. Rat squirrel. Cool. Cool. I mean, it is a lab, so. Yeah. So he speeds off through the lab door with the arm of Kyborg tucked under his big bushy tail. Ben says guinea pig with a big bushy tail. He's unique. <laughs> the door's tall and wide and looks heavy, and on the front of the door is the symbol of a large cat. Little little doggy. I feel bad. Oh, you're talking about the cat. I feel bad. You should. Because I killed Sparky. And I would like to go at this as peacefully as possible. Okay. I want my arm back, but I also recognize the error in my ways. <laughs> Do Kyborg. I want to hear Yeah, you got to be in character. Yeah. It's like, uh, guys, it has become very clear to me that the uh, consequences of my actions have now caught up to me, and I seem to have lost my arm to a group of sentient rodents. And I want to see if we can peacefully <laughs> we, resolve this matter. We've all been there. And still get my arm back from this guinea pig with a large tail. So so we should give Kyborg to the to the animals? Uh, it's a great idea, Gum Gum. I'm so glad you're here to be throwing around ideas uh, like that. We'll trade Kyborg to get Kyborg's arm back. 
Mike Bark's little invisible voice goes, trade Kyborg, trade Kyborg, trade Kyborg. Wow. It's small but... Small but commanding. Yeah. It's great. So do you want to go in first into this cat room? Yes. And as a show of respect and as a way of showing that I mean peace, I'm going to disarm myself. Oh. Wait, right the my, other arm. And give my weapon. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Gum, 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 gum. This is my real arm. Gum, okay. gum, gum, gum just wraps his body around <laughs> Kyborg's other arm. All right, now, gum, gum, I'm going to give you my weapons, except for my shield. Uh-huh. All right, so I need you to, to, and if things go awry, or as Ari, as you like to say it, wrong, Lee, you need to give me my weapons back so that we can, you know, go into battle, if, if it comes to that. Okay. Right. Hopefully it's not. Okay, but repeat the plan. What's What am I going to do? Give me your arm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, make, a, make an intelligence check, Gum Gum. <laughs> oh. Gum Gum pulls One. out a sword. <laughs> One? Well, it was a four minus his three. <laughs> I forgot he has mud. He's drooling a little bit. Okay, That's right. when you ask him to reset to re- Mud, re- re- can you take my, because I don't want to ruin your invisibility part. I'm a, I'm a dog. Right, yeah. I don't really have like fascinating. Do you have satchels? No, I don't. I'm not like one of those like hiking dogs. It's satchels are on. fairly sizey. While this is all going on, could Bart have just stepped into that coffee room to make himself a cup of coffee? <laughs> sure, Duncan's not there anymore. Uh, but, but he remembers the process. Yeah, you, you can do that. And that was like just to the right of the lab. Like it was yeah. the one. The here's here's, here's what Mud will do Mud turns back into Mud, takes all of your stuff. Okay and then turns back into a mastiff, and all the belongings go into whatever pocket dimension all of my stuff goes. Let's hope things don't go bad, because <laughs> it's going to get weird. <laughs> okay. So all of your belongings are locked in another dimension where all of, like, mm-hmm. Furbog... How do you say that? Is it Fearbog or Furbog? I, I don't say fear-bog? it. Okay. <laughs> I don't say it. I have said it Furbog for forever, because the first time I ever read it was, I think, in World of Warcraft. And, but then my brother wrote that entire song about Mud, and he said, the fearless fear bog. I would, however your brother says it, is that's exactly what, I that's what, how I would say it. The only reason why I think otherwise. Since it's fantasy, you know, you could just say it how you want, because it's fantasy. You know, if you want to say Yavin, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantasy. But yeah, so the, we are, your stuff's with fear bog version of Okay, all right. I'm disarmed. Except okay. my shield. So my armor class is still high. Cool. So you go in. Uh, hold on, I'm saying you Click, oh, I, I can click the speaker on this website and it'll pronounce it for me. Let's see. It was like when it told me camel. Fearbulg. Fearbulg. I said Fearbulg. Fearbulg. Okay, so you've disarmed yourself, Kyborg, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what, you're going into the room? Yep. The door opens to a large, plain white room. In the corner, a large fountain gurgles with water next to a large, vertical, rotating wheel. Several strangely shaped trees, flat on multiple levels, are scattered throughout. On the opposite side of the room, in front of the exit door, is a humongous tiger taking a nap. Is the door still open? Yeah. You, you opened it, you're looking in, you see all, it's like your eyes come all the way across, and then you block with that tiger that's just taking a nap right there. Ti- tiger's on the ground? Yeah. Taking a nap. Okay. Right can in front I, of the I, door. Can I close the door? Sure. And turn back and say, turn out of the dog, and give me your weapons back. <laughs> <laughs> just turns, he goes, No, 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 bad boy, give me the weapons back, give me the weapons back. <laughs> and he, uh, Mud just starts running around, just like trying to get keep away from you. Okay, I, re- I relay to the group that there is, in fact, a huge tiger in there. Sleeping. A sleeping tiger. Okay, I'll go pet it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I can talk to animals. Yes, you can talk to them, but they you cannot understand any response. Correct. But can I? No. I think, I think <laughs> Not at this unless point, it's a goblin. <laughs> Gum Gum just went in. 
All right. Gum Gum goes oh. in. All right. I like this. What are you doing in the room, Gum Gum? Everyone else, the rest of the party's outside the room in the main. But I've seen the doors open now, though. Yeah. The, I, did you leave the door open, Gum Gum? Yeah. Yeah. Doors open, and okay. Gum Gum walks into the room. Uh, it's, it's as I described it to Kyborg with a tiger napping on the other end. Does he see anything besides the tiger? Is there anything, any sign of the arm? Fountain. No. There's a fountain, uh, a large vertical rotating wheel, the strangely shaped trees that are flat on multiple levels, uh, and the humongous tiger that's taken a nap. Vertical okay. wheel, horizontal wheel. Vertical. vertical. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel. Wheel. Nope. No, 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 that's, that's Price is right. This is Price is right. Yes. Price is right wheel. Price is right. Price is right. Uh, I, I, the big I, wheel. I come in, I, I go in with them. Okay. Well, what, okay, so Gum Gum leads the way in and Mud follows him. What are you doing, Gum Gum? I think he would get maybe some of his rations and... Um, he starts rubbing them uh, all over his body. Water skin <laughs> and, and, and goes to get the tiger some snacks. So you're approaching the tiger. Yeah, with some food mm. and, and, and water. Tiger's asleep, right? Tiger is asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so roll. Bart is prepping Me? spells right now. Just by the way, <laughs> Barb is just looking at her spell things like she's like, "How am I going to <laughs> save?" I still have uh, six cell spell slots open. Uh, no, actually, five. She's prepping to save uh, Gum Gum. I'm imagining a, a hovering uh, box of popcorn, and <laughs> Bart just watching, waiting. Go, go ahead and make an animal handling uh, check there, Gum Gum. Gum Gum. Okay, it's a minus one for you. Twelve. Okay, you walk up uh, to the tiger, and uh, you notice that it's got a uh, a collar around its neck. Mm. On it, it's printed. It says Barkley. Barkers don't nice. bark. <laughs> it's named after one of our listeners uh, wow. at uh, Barkski on Twitter. Oh, cool. If you tweet at us or use hashtag uh, Stinky Dragon Pot, you might be in a future episode. Uh, you walk up, and the tiger lazily opens an eye and uh, looks at you. Hey, kitty. Hey, kitty. It, it does one of those things where you know a cat. It like stretches out, and then just kind of like starts putting one of its paws out in your direction. Like it's it's like letting its claws out. Like it's almost like it's reaching at you. Good God. And then I, he goes and he like scratches his stomach and holds out the food. Hey, kitty. You can call him puppy. Oh. He seems to be ignoring the food, but uh, he's a, uh, he turns over on his back. He seems to really like the belly rub. While he's doing this, can I check out the, uh, you said there's a fountain with water? Yeah. Can I, can I like check it out, see if there's anything in the fountain, anything interesting about the water? Yeah, make a, I mean, let's, call, let's call it a perception check, why not? Okay. Uh, that's, uh, 25. Nice. 25. Oh, good today. You really are, yeah. I did roll a nat one for <laughs> It doesn't seem like there's anything in it to you. It's a, it's a large pool and then, uh, seemingly the fresh water, uh, spewing out into it. Oh, yeah, kitties like it when it's, like, constantly recycling water. Could, uh, could Bart come in as well and investigate the wheel? Sure. Just not touch it yet, but maybe just see if he could figure out anything about it, what it does. Yeah. Bart's still invisible? Yeah, Bart's still invisible. Go ahead. We'll call that uh, perception as well. Perception? Yeah. That would be eight. You're not quite sure what the purpose of the wheel is. It doesn't seem like it's, as far as you can tell, it doesn't seem like it's connected to anything. Okay. It just seems like it's freestanding. Does it have, like, numbers or colors on it or anything like that? No. Or is it like a, like a water wheel where it's got, like, steps? It's, it's close to the fountain, but it's not, like, interacting with the water at all. How is this panning out? What's oh, that seems to be going great. The tiger's really into it. It's like, it's like the tiger equivalent of purring. Uh, mud, oh, so the trees have these flat platforms? Yeah. Mud jumps up on the closest one to him onto a platform as a dog. Okay, I mean, yeah, you're able. It's, it's the closest one, and the lowest one is fairly low to the ground, so it's not a not a big jump up. Even it easily supports your weight. You're able to to get up there. Okay, and that didn't trigger anything. No. Okay. Did uh, you want to look around the tree, see if there's anything in there? What are you doing? 
I'm following you, and you <laughs> think I'm petting you, but I'm actually searching for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyborg, make a perception check. Okay. You got it, boss. Seven. Uh, it looks to you, you notice that it seems like there's large cat toys scattered around the room, like feather poles with feathers on the end and uh, balls with bells. Okay. Is there any catnip that I see? Uh, make a perception check. 18 plus 2, 20. Ooh. Nice. Uh, none that you notice. I got a, I got a 20. Well, there might be none. Okay, all right, fine. Could I summon my mage hand? To go start also rubbing the cat's belly in the same way that Gum Gum is. Yes, you could. You were. You okay. could actually do that and maintain your invisibility. I pick up. I'm imagining these are all upscaled versions of normal cat yeah. toys. They're very large. Yeah. So then I grab um, whatever the pole is with the string with a feathered doodad at the end of it. Okay. I grab that. Okay. Uh, in chat, Sombra says that chuffing is the tiger equivalent that they don't curl. Oh yeah. Oh. What does that sound like? That. Oh, I love that sound. Can we name him Raja? He's got a name. Oh, he has a name. Oh, Barkley. Dang it. Uh, Can we rename him Raja? All right, so I... You can refer to him as as Raja. I walk over to the pole. This gives me a natural distance from the the creature. And then I start just... just He's got love coming to him all directions. Mm -hmm. Just dangle it in front of his nose. So Barkley's rolled over on his back. Gum Gum's giving him belly rubs. There's a mage hand also giving him belly rubs. And now Kyborg's trying to, like, get his attention with a cat toy. Yeah. A large cat toy. Uh, he seems to be ignoring the toy. He seems very focused on the belly rubs. Right but Gum Gum sees the toy <laughs> and is like, oh. no, 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 keep petting the cat. <laughs> and it's okay, we've got, we got Mage Hand on the belly yeah, the, too. Ma- Mage okay. Hand's doing some work now. So. Yeah. Hey, Kitty, look, a fairy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just it just uh, looks at you and goes back to like eyes closed. Can I check out the wheel? Yeah, uh, make a perception check. That's twenty-two. It's puzzling to you. It doesn't seem like it's connected. It, it's definitely not connected to anything. Is it turnable? Yeah, it's absolutely turnable. Then I turn it. Do it. You turn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it starts spinning. It seems like it's uh, it has some pretty good bearings because it starts spinning pretty freely. Uh, that seems to get the cat's attention. And, oh. Uh, and it looks, it's looking at the wheel now. Is it agitated? Is it happy? No, it's just I, s- I spin it, it as fast as I can. Uh, you spin it as fast as you can. Make a dexterity saving throw. That's oh. a 13. Barkley uh, doesn't seem like he's being aggressive, but very playfully uh, pounces on you, like to, to play with you. So okay. he, he moves away from the door, but he's pounced on you. Uh, and so now he's got mud under him. As a dog. And, uh, yeah, as a dog, and, uh, <laughs> but he's still chuffing. Okay, but he was in front of a door? <laughs> yeah, he was yeah and now the door is exposed. The, the door is exposed. Uh, could Bart go and see if the door is open, able to be opened? Yeah, you check the door, and it seems that it is uh, actually unlocked. Should we just go? I'd also like to make a move for the door. Okay. Bart creaks the door open. Bart, you op- you op- you creak the door open, and yep. uh, yeah, it opens up freely. Okay. Because my mage hand is no longer scratching the belly, it goes over to Kyborg and taps him on the shoulder in a rhythm that Kyborg knows is Bart signaling to him, go to the back door and get <laughs> gum gum too. Okay, all right. There's also a go to hell in there for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why that was necessary. Uh, my Morse code is, I'm still working yeah, on it. Yeah, so I... I, I have, bring, bring Gum Gum. Oh, 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 I, I uh, bring the little Bobby uh, cat toy and I lead Gum Gum over, yes, yeah. get it out, get it out, but, and then I lead him over to the door. It, it works. Does the cat come? No, the cat seemed to be obsessed with uh, chuffing and rubbing on mud right now. Can you feel 
Kitty, come on. And I, it's leash to just call her. Just call her. Just call her. Just name call her. Might be a flea caller. You might want to leave that on. I'm like, Kitty, come on. I call it. It has a name. Barkley. I know, but I. Oh, okay, okay. Gum Gum can't read very well, so. So at this point, they've all. It, it seems disinterested in what you're doing, uh, but it's now it's doing that thing where it's rolling around on mud, like trying to get it sent all over mud. Bye-bye, <laughs> kitty. <laughs> and then I go and I follow the, the fairy. You, you could probably make like a, a dex check. We'll see if you can, if you want to, you can see if you can just like squeeze out. Yep, yeah. okay, that's a tw- 13. Yeah, we'll say that uh, you're able to like, like squish your way out from around under all the fur of the, the tiger kitty. while it's rolling on its back on you and you're able to, to get to your, your four feet. Can I swat? Is there like there's, are there other toys that want like maybe swat into a direction away from the door that I want to go to 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 distract El Kito? He doesn't seem like he's paying much attention to you. Oh, you okay. can try that if you want to. He's no, still, I would he's like still to just exit. On his back. I yeah. would like to exit the room with the tiger. Yeah, go for it. There's got to be something else going on in here. But that's though. you know what we got through a room with Good a question. tiger yeah. without getting like mauled. Let's just go. Yay, win! Honestly, me putting my weapons away in the fearbog realm or whatever is probably the best decision we've made. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you all are able to leave the room and enter the next chamber. Okay. You enter a dark chamber that's lit by several torches along the walls. On the opposite end, you can't see the exit. We see the outlined shadow of a door with the keyhole reflected from a torch that's sitting in the middle of the room. Mm. As you step in, uh, the door closes behind you. You hear something moving slowly nearby, almost like a slithering sound. Oh, God. As a lantern lights up in front of you, you reach towards it, only for it to rise up. Two green reptilian eyes open above the lantern, and you hear, Well, well, what brings you here? Nagini. Arcot. <laughs> yeah, it's more do, of a car, Do we yeah. see it as, as a... You see the eyes. The green eyes open up. I, as a, a wood elf, I have dark vision, I believe. Can I see the body of it, just so that I know if it's sneaking up on us? Yeah, you're not the only one with dark vision. I, dark I does, vision uh, Kyborg and Gum Gum. Yeah, okay. Kyborg, you can see the snake body. Okay, I just want to make sure we don't get caught off guard with it wrapping around. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's not necessarily like a snake like you imagine like a super slender snake it's almost like a like a thicker reptilian creature and it does have a few legs oh oh okay uh, so like a komodo dragon kind of thing yeah kind of like a komodo dragon that's a good way to put it he's got the uh, the lantern around his neck uh oh so he's like like a, almost like a, like a necklace kind of exactly thing? oh and it's, it's lit uh, excuse me sentient i i want to talk hello uh <laughs> can we get through the door behind you possibly did you happen to see any uh, little rat kind of rodent creatures running around here with uh, an appendage? Mutant guinea pigs. <laughs> he yeah. says, mm, that would be delicious, but no. Oh. Mm. Go ahead. Try the door. It's not oh. ominous at all. <laughs> What's your name? Vice. Hi, Vice. Uh, he's named after a Twitter user as well. Uh, Vice Simani. I don't have posable thumbs, so does someone with uh, those want to try it for the door? I, okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Hey, Vice, I'm going to go now. Bye. Bye. And I go to the store. You go to the door, and you're able to walk over there, and you try it, but it seems to be locked. Oh, it's locked. Who's got lock-picking skills? I do, but I only have one <laughs> I mean, Can maybe, you get in your teeth? And maybe just get... this guy has a, a key of some sort. Talk to him. Uh, well, I'm still invisible. I don't know if that oh. matters, talking to Vice. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you, it would kind of give away your position, I guess, if yeah. you started. To I'll talk. talk. I'll keep talking. Uh, Vice, uh, it seems to be the door is locked. Is there a key somewhere? Yes. Where is it, my friend? Oh, that's the fun. 
okay. Uh, I want to use perception to see, like, what else? Is there anything else in this room interesting? Uh, I'll tell you what. Instead of perception, roll me an insight check. Insight. It's a plus zero, so don't worry. 18. You feel like maybe Vice is acting tougher than he really is. Hmm. Like, maybe he's uh, he's trying to, to conceal the fact that he's maybe afraid of you guys. Okay, all right. Can you let us know that? Yeah, I'm just like, hey, Guys, guys uh, follow my lead. This will end perfectly. I say, uh, uh, Vice, as you can see, I'm missing a part of my body. And uh, it's really crucial that I get it back. So can you just cut to the chase? Tell us where the key is. We need to get through this room. And, uh, you know, if not, things things could get interesting. And then I go to, to punch my <laughs> fist. But then you just see me going. So it's just him just doing this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to step back. Uh, apparently, I, I, I uh, misstated on something here. He's actually incredibly inti- like intimidating. <laughs> Will uh, kill us. There's, there's actually no lock on the door uh, itself. Uh, but it, it didn't it just open won't when open. you tried to open it. Okay. Uh, but roll me a perception check, uh, Gum Gum. Okay. 13. So you notice that there's no lock on the door, but it looks like the shadow of it from the lantern has a, a lock on the shadow. The shadow of... The, the shadow of the door. The shadow is, is projecting a is casting lock. Right. lock on it. Oh, it's invisible. Uh, and then uh, roll me an intimidation check for your one-armed attempted intimidation yes. of vice. Oh, I thought that was a plus. That is a minus. It's a, it's a 14. A 14? You have a minus on your intimidation? Minus two. I, oh, hey, oh, some, of, some of us have minuses well, in charisma, he's, okay? He's a, he's a fighter. I figured he'd be I know, like, no. well, One of the things that I wanted to do with Kyborg is make him as dumb as possible, and unfortunately intelligence has an effect on intimidation, okay. I think. Mm. No, no, charisma. Charisma, charisma. charisma. I wanted to make him uncharismatic. You try to act intimidating to Vice, and you do your one-handed punch. Thing, and uh, you hear him say, ah, no! And then uh, he uh, turns into stone oh, as no. he cowers in fear. Got him. Got him Poor guys. Vice. Uh, is the lantern still around? Is, uh... Yes. <laughs> lantern still around? Nice. Yes. Uh, Maybe we need to put it up to where the lock is. Can light it up. I go, can I, can I uh, climb up his stone body? And can I try to grab the uh, the lantern off yeah. of his uh, uh, head with uh, my mouth? Yeah, you will do that pretty okay. easily. And I take that, and then I, I take it over to the door and see what the interaction with that does. You take the lantern, you go over to the door, and there's a key on the lantern hanging off of the hanging off of the lantern itself. Oh. But when you hold the lantern up to the door, it doesn't seem like anything's happening per se. You just see the outline of the key and the door with the lock. Okay, uh, Gum Gum, could you take the key that's on this lantern and yeah. tie it on the door? Well, but there's no hole, but only in the in the the dark version, the shadow of it, there's a hole. All right. trying to, were you trying to figure out if Gum Gum knows what shadows are? <laughs> <laughs> the dark version. I moved the lantern away from the door. Where to? Uh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have any effect on it. But there's way. no so. shadow of a lock anymore on it. Uh, yeah. I mean, the shadow of the lock is still on the shadow version, oh. but not on okay, the physical um, door. Okay. So. Could I could I try something? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Unless you want to. No, 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 no. I, I got it. Um, could I? Grab the lantern with the key from Mud. I, I say, it's me, Bart. I'm over here. I know, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> I am not the idiot of the group. Uh, I'm invisible. <laughs> uh, let me try something. Uh, he takes the lantern, holds the key up to the point where it's casting a shadow perfectly in the space where the lock would have the key mm-hmm. to open it and see if that does anything. You hear a clicking sound. My God. Check out the big brain on Bart. 
if that's that's the way I'm 150 pounds, my brain. <laughs> it's is all brain. A, You're just dragging your head pounds. around everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we go to the door? Uh, yeah, it seems like the door is now open. You're able to to make your way through. Hell yeah! All Rest right. in peace, Vice. We knew you well. Yeah. Do you have any questions about the show? Perhaps a query for a cast or character? Maybe you're curious what's going on behind the Dungeon Master screen? Uh, go ahead and post it on Twitter using hashtag StinkyDragonPod. Maybe it'll end up in the show. Hope you enjoyed this one shot. If you did, use hashtag StinkyDragonPod on Twitter or I guess on Instagram. Uh, you can also find us at StinkyDragonPod on Twitter and Instagram. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way for our show to grow. You've heard a few NPCs named this adventure and they get their names from people who tweeted about the show using hashtag StinkyDragonPod. Thanks to everyone who tweets about the show. Hopefully you enjoyed your animal-themed NPCs. And don't forget, we got new merch in the Rooster Teeth store at store.roosterteeth.com. We got some t-shirts, got a roll for backflip, and a party art t-shirt. Uh, both are great. Go check them out. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know it's easy to forget about taking care of your mental health. I think a lot of us focus on the physical aspect of it. But, you know, it's, it's important to take care of, uh, you know, the way that you think. Sometimes it's important to take a step back and just really focus on not only the physical aspect, but your internal mental well-being. We talk about BetterHelp sometimes, and now they're releasing a new podcast called Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health. Go check it out. Uh, season one just dropped with episodes featuring interviews with notable people like NBA Hall of Famer Chris Bosch talking about anxiety, uh, pop star Megan Trainer on motherhood and panic attacks, Wilmer Valderrama on immigrating to a new country, and more. Uh, mental health is something we should all be focusing on just as much as we focus on our physical health. You know, you got a body, you got a mind. So join BetterHelp as they continue the fight to destigmatize mental health and show people that everyone struggles with something, so we need to talk about it. You can do your part to help by listening and sharing your favorite episode and spreading the word that it's okay to not be okay. Find this awesome new mental health podcast, Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. You should definitely check it out and stop thinking just about your body. Think about that brain too. All right, so we go through the door. Go through the door. This room's fairly little. Uh, there's two doors on the opposite side, seemingly guarded by little mice-like creatures. You figure one of them has to be the exit, and as you approach the doors, the three mice jump up and rush to stand in front of the doors. There's three mice and two doors? Yes. Okay. Hi. You cannot pass. It Why seems not? like they're trying to block your way. I approach the mice and I say, with respect, I come in peace. I'm unarmed. We mean you no harm. We just want to get through. I want to get my arm, but I also want to help you in your quest to get back Sparky. Ooh. Tied. <laughs> I know, but, oh. but it seems like they have a way. There's something we can do. We can have it. One of the mice chimes up and says, we'll let you through if you can figure out our puzzle. Oh, God. There's three mice, two doors. How are the doors scaled to the mice? Are they doors the size of us and the mice are in front of it, or are they mice-sized doors? They are... You Big doors, normal size doors. I was gonna say, the mice, mice are standing mice. in front of big doors. Yes. And they are just, normal size mice. Yes. They're just mice. We could probably like step over them. Or just kick them. Party, you know? We kick them. No. We chase them. What is your puzzle? <laughs> Out of all of us, Gum Gum's the one that wants the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> my, my friend over here only tells lies, and you have to figure out which door is the correct door. I know what to do. So, But there's three of them. Yeah. My other friend, he doesn't like tricky questions. If you ask a tricky question, he'll stab Wait, And which one is that? <laughs> which, which mice will stab us if we ask him a That's green down at the end. Green, okay. Green. Don't talk to green. Uh, that, that mouse, green looks kind of like Eric Bedore. And then... This never mouse. And then the, the lying mouse, does that the mouse have a name? Well, the other two mice are named Sherry and Dan. Dan will stab, or is the liar. All named after Sheridan Green on Twitter. Can I go up to one of the mice? I want to 
uncloak myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bart. All right, uh, <laughs> Sherry, is that your name? Yes. If I ask your friend there what you would say to me, which the correct door is, what would he say? Uh, what door one? Wait, do you, you know what you're doing? You know what you're doing? Yeah, this is, you seem like. There's a, there's a classic riddle. Okay. There's always where been two people at the door, though. It's two people. Well, well the, this, third, no, the third one third one's going to kill us. And it's one will always lie, and one will always tell the truth. Yes. And so if you're like, tell the guy in the truth which one's the correct door, mm-hmm. he'll tell you. But if you ask the guy who will lie. Okay, so you ask the one that tells the truth? I don't know which one's which. We don't we know don't, which one's we which. We don't know which one's which? Oh, yes. no. Yeah. So Sherry might be the liar. So if I oh, tell, okay. ask Sherry, what is he going to tell me? Uh-huh. And he says, door, or, or you say, what will the other mouse tell me? And he says, Gosh, it's like it's, so bad. Can can you're I, so I, close. I'm you're so, so close. close. I, I just need to watch the movie Labyrinth really quick. There's a scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gum Gum will just go to the first door. To door. Whatever. One. Anyone attempted to do the puzzle? I think he thought that we just solved and it. You said one, right? Yes. Sherry said door Sherry one. Sherry said one. So you, you're opening door one? You said, you, you said open door number one? Oh, wait. So no, that would be door two. Because if the mice telling the truth was saying, Sherry was like, oh, oh the, yeah. the mouse who no, lies right. would say door one, because that's the wrong door. But Sherry would tell the truth. Yeah, I think you're right. I think two's the right answer. All right, we're all taking number two. Uh, My Mud, brain is so broke. Mud sees Gum Gum lunging for door one and pounces on him. Oh, doggy. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then motions for Bart to, to go for two. I, th- I think that's how it works. Do it. All right, so you're trying so door, I think it's door two. You're going to give door two a try? You uh, put your hand on the latch for door number two and open it, and it swings open. So that means it's right? You are correct. Yay! Hey, good job. <laughs> We're really just scrambling our way through this one. <laughs> uh, but you got a Bart, I mean, with uh, figuring everything out so yeah. far. Okay, so we go through this door. That's, that's three rooms with no one dead. Yeah, and no combat, which no might, be, might be a first uh, for you guys. Again, giving up my weapons, I think. To We've start actually with. done a pretty good job with this campaign of solving a lot of things without combat. I guess that's true. It was your, the previous campaign that we did, the live stream one, you all fought. That all was the like time. all fighting all the time. This one's a nice balance. But this, I, I also have to recommend tell you that we, we are in this situation because I use combat to solve the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, R.I.P. Sparky. You open this door and uh, it's a, a lab, and you see uh, patches in here. Uh, and it seems like he's working on a uh, on Sparky. Okay. He's attaching Kyborg's arm uh, to Sparky. But my my arm is roll large. with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, he's uh, used pin particles to yes. make the arm the size of a of a, of a mouse. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you walk in and uh, Patches em- sees you guys and immediately says, "Oh please don't help me! I'm so little." Don't help oh, me. No, please don't hurt me! I'm so little. <laughs> Uh, do we have the little, uh, have a, I, I'm we, just little koozie? Do we have, yeah, we could, uh, <laughs> he's, he's wearing a little koozie that says I'm just little. It's perfect for a, a doctor, <laughs> mouse, squirrel, or for a parrot. Uh, Mud, um, <laughs> she's going for it. Uh, Mud approaches, patches, and growls menacing. No, I'm so little, you're so big. We need your help. Okay, then I approach again and I say, all right, hey. Come in peace. I am the one who killed Sparky, and I want to apologize. What can we do to help to where everyone wins? I get my arm back, and Sparky gets his life back. Well, if you want to help, there, there is something you can do. 
I'm all ears. You need to help us take down uh, a great demon that's been terrorizing us. The demon Vacuum. Oh, a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> He's a large demon and he bellows from the heavens and devours everything in his path. Oh my god. Where Where is uh, Vacuum right now? He hasn't been summoned yet, but you can help us take him down from the inside. We can shrink you down to be our size. Oh boy. Okay, how much of It Takes Two has Ben been playing lately? <laughs> <laughs> and we can uh, we can vanquish the, de the demon Bakum from the inside. Uh, Sparky used to be the one that kept the demon at bay, but now that he's gone, we've been terrified by Bakum every night. Oh. I think, Gum uh, Gum, you're also pretty afraid of Bakum, if I remember correctly. <laughs> He doesn't like loud noises. Yeah. That sounds like doable uh, uh, trade. So, uh, is there some sort of uh, magical spell that you'd be using to make a small shrinkers? Oh. No, uh, not magic. It's uh, it's science. He like, starts working with the equipment and uh, points a shrinker at you guys and shrinks you all down. Okay. Do all of our spells and equipment stays the same? Though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't lose any abilities. No, your sp your equipment stays the same. It's all huge now. It doesn't fit you anymore. Really? Oh. It scales down with you. <laughs> it scales down with What's you. What's the status of my arm in all this? Do I get it back? It's already attached to Frank and Sparky at this point. Frank and uh, Sparky, I see. Um, Sparky alive, by the way? Like, has he been brought back? Okay. Uh, not yet. He's still he's still laying. Got lying it, got it, got it. Uh, but uh, he, he does not seem to be activated at the moment. Okay. Uh, then after you guys are uh, shrunk down, suddenly the evil vacuum appears, and uh, it's an enormous vacuum. Oh, no. Written on front of it, it says Kirby. <laughs> Kirby vacuum. Is Kirby the game that is supposed to be like a Kirby vacuum cleaners? I never thought about it that. It must be. What? Is because maybe that's what? the. Is that like the English translation of whatever he must have been made in Japan? What, yeah. Why is Kirby named Kirby? I don't know. It's vacuum. 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 Let chat. Let us know. A worse chat. I closed it. I'm, it's, it's, it's open again now. Everyone, go ahead and roll initiative. Combat. Seventeen. Eighteen. Twenty. Damn. 12. I get to roll two. Yay. The vacuum. Three. Great. Thank you. <laughs> awesome job. Uh, oh, you mean vacuum. 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 Don't dogs hate vacuum? Often. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, can confirm. Yes. Yes. I'm, I don't have the brain of a dog. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> mud. Uh, so, uh, Is it mud afraid of vacuum? <laughs> vacuum appears with a swarm of dust bunnies uh, swirling all around him. You feel like a, a pull, some kind of magical uh, sucking. sucking you all sucking. into a vacuum. So everyone go ahead and make a strength saving throw. As we're struggling, Bard goes, this sucks. Uh, 11. It would be the other one. Yeah. Ooh, 8. 20. 16, 16, sorry. Okay, both uh, Mud and Bart are knocked prone and being pulled across the room toward the creature. Uh, we'll say Mud takes three points of damage and Bart takes one point of damage. Apparently, according to Sombrus, Kirby is a reference to the lawyer that helped establish Nintendo's American branch. Oh! It was John Kirby who, uh, who represented them. I love that country. It's good stuff. But there's also a vacuum cleaner, which is strangely appropriate. So yeah, uh, so you you two are knocked prone, and uh, you're both sucked into the evil vacuum. <gasps> no! Oh, we're inside of it? Oh, yeah, no. you're, you're now in, inside the beast itself. Bart, you would go first, but I'm going to delay you since you're inside right now. Uh, Gum Gum, you are outside of Vacuum, uh, and there's uh, some dust bunnies swirling around him. What do you want to do? Okay. How many dust bunnies? Um, there are three swarms of dust bunnies. Uh, I think Gum Gum, at seeing his friends get sucked off by this... <laughs> <laughs> sucked no. into... One more time? <laughs> Take two. Uh, 
sucked into this there we go. horrible creature. Um, he would rage and charge t- into it himself with his axe. Just oh, okay. Like charge towards it, into pointy battle. side forward. Okay. So then, <laughs> Gum Gum goes into Vacuum as well, oh, leaving no. Kyborg alone outside. What you gonna do, Kyborg? Did it do any damage? You, you got sucked into no, it. No, you're you just in. charged yeah. okay. the, the, yeah. the hole. He got you before you could get close enough, probably. Uh, did I grab my weapons from you? Nope. They're inside Fearbog Dimension. <laughs> uh, okay, you are, I, you are unarmed. All right, I He's want one-armed. to check. There's a shield. I, I want to check, um, is there a power source for Vacuum? I'll make a perception check. Okay. Now you have to solve it with 19 plus 2, 21. Nice. Uh, no, it doesn't look like there's anything attached to Vacuum. Damn, bad. Not even vacuums. like not even like a uh, a bag. That the... Yeah, there is. I'm, 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 I thought you were asking about power, right? Yes, about power. Uh, just like in general. So is he like a Dyson? It's like a stand up. In our world, it would be like a stand up. Battery, battery ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, there is a what you imagine would be like a holding container for the things that it. Is it see through? No. Okay. Opaque. Okay. I want to see if I can disconnect that bag. Uh, apparently, Kirby was known as Po 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 during development. We're learning so much about Kirby, Kirby yeah. the squishy Nintendo boy. Okay, come to listen to Tales from the Stinky Dragon, where we uh, play D&D and we talk about Kirby. We talk Fuck about the Nintendo, po, 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 po. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> trivia. Um, you're going to try to break the container we're in. Yeah, I want to disconnect the, the vacuum container from the vacuum, like, you know. I want to mm. take the cloth part off of the plastic part. I, see. I like in your head. This is like an old-fashioned. Yeah, with one. I arm. mean, it's like steampunk, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm there for it. You're gonna have to get closer to it, so you're gonna have to run by the. I mean, because the dust bunnies are between you and it. I want to like. I want to see if I can go around. Yeah. Um. We'll give you a shot at that. We'll say. Because if it's if I'm going yeah. frontal assault, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get sucked in. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I say I would probably say you probably would not have enough movement to do it all in one turn. Because you know you'd have to go around and you have to like try to climb up it. Seeing as I don't have an attack, now doesn't that double my speed? Is that you could move twice. Okay. So of, with like, thirty feet as us being miniature, it's like thirty mouse feet. Okay, so it's still not, it's not human feet. Right. Right. I okay. would since I'm not attacking, I want to double my movement. So you double move, so you move six equivalent of sixty feet. Uh, get up close, and I'd say you'd be able to start climbing the vacuum. Okay. But you you have to make an athletics check, and you're going to be at disadvantage because you have uh, one arm. Damn. All right. Damn, dude. Foo-foo. That was an 11. Okay, you're starting to make progress. Okay. And the next turn, you'd probably be able to, to get up to do something. Okay. Next time we go climbing at the bouldering gym, you have to climb with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> with a vacuum chasing you. Yeah. So we're going to go back to the people who were initially sucked in. Bart, it seems like the power of vacuum uh, reverses and you are spit back out. Oh, uh, and you are in front in front of uh, the evil vacuum. Uh, you and uh, mud and uh, gum gum tumble out as well. And oh. you all see gum gum. I mean, you all see Kyborg starting to climb up uh, the back of vacuum. Uh, what do you want to do, Bart? Uh, first, I want to make a comment that this must be a really crappy vacuum if uh, it has for some reason the ability to throw the dirt that it's for, for cleaning outside. Oh, I got yeah, I yeah. guess so. Okay. Old vacuums used to do that. All right, I take it back. I don't want to offend the vacuum. <laughs> I want to uh, try to go around as well and, and follow suit with Kyborg. Okay. Maybe see if there's like an on-off switch. Yeah, you're closer to it, so you could start to climb. Go ahead and make an athletics check if you want to start trying to climb. Uh-oh. That's three plus athletics. two, five total. Mm, you can't quite seem to get a grip. 
uh, you keep trying to climb, but something happens and you just can't get a good handhold and you, you're still on the ground. Yeah. I, I would say that because you were already close to it, that wouldn't take both your moves. If you want to okay. attack or do something else with the dust bunnies that are out floating about, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, could I try Minor Illusion? What are you gonna do? I would like to create the vision of a bigger, scarier vacuum cleaner. How big can your minor illusions get? This is Up a pretty major to... illusion to me. Must be no larger than a five-foot cube. That's pretty big for a vacuum. <laughs> a five-foot vacuum is pretty big. But it's like humanoid-sized vacuum compared to you guys who are like mouse-sized. So equivalent, so, it would be like five-foot equivalent. That's like 30 feet equivalent movement for you guys. It would be like Damn it. a, a, a mouse-sized vacuum. Yeah, make, make like a, a sexier dust bunny. But the other Ooh, dust bunny okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I make a dust bunny wearing a bikini oh. appear on the other side of the dust bunnies, like still in their line of vision. I think I've seen that on Rule 34. It's also wearing lipstick, and it's twirling its little dust bunny hair. Ooh. Well, I mean, dust bunnies have an intelligence of eight. That's, that's pretty intelligent. Pretty no, that's not intel very intelligent. Oh, plus eight or just eight? Just eight. Because that's, that's negative. They're, they're smarter than gum gum. Hey, Which isn't you. saying much. You just confirmed canonically that Gum Gum is dumber than a dust bunny. <laughs> I mean, his intelligence is minus three. So they have to make an investigation check against your spell save DC. They're investigating to see whether it's real. They have a 10. Uh, what's your spell save DC? I think your spell save DC would be higher than 10. Your spell save DC 13. So yeah, uh, it believes that it sees a sexy dust bunny. Yeah! Or I'd, I'd say, so there's three of them. Uh, oh, after all, three saves them. Uh, that one also believes. They all believe. All three of them <laughs> believe they You'll see believe a sexy dust bunny uh, wearing a bikini and lipstick uh, behind them. So they all turn uh, and they're ogling nice your minor illusion uh, in the other direction. This is so dumb. It is. Uh, it's great. Uh, That's part of the D's of D&D. Gum Gum, <laughs> uh, you already acted because you, you ran in. Uh, Kyborg, you acted earlier when you started climbing. Uh, Mud, it is your turn. Mud uh, uses a bonus action, turns back into Fearbald Mud. Okay. <laughs> just to give Major you your stuff. gubbins. Um, so it all just comes clattering out. And what's it made out of? Seems to be a lot of metal. Uh, then I would like to cast Heat Metal. Oh, there you go. Um, Please note, I am on canvas, the bag. So, yes. Okay. Duly noted. <laughs> mm -hmm. Any piece of metal, you, you cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage. Um, until the spell ends, I can use a bonus action on each subsequent turn to cause this damage again. Must uh, succeed on a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. You got it. Thank you. It, it rolled a 1, so it failed its save. Nice. So cool. you want to roll your 2d8? Yeah. Damage. I'm gonna roll that. Ten. Uh, yeah, you make Vakum start glowing red hot. He roars with anger. Which you think is anger. I did it. Vakum's uh, blowing changes again and turns back into suction once more. Uh, the three of you again make another strength saving throw. Uh, that includes you, Bart. Me? Yeah. Would be 17. Mm. 17. Mm. Oh, I have a one, but... Don't you have the I have something thing? where if I roll a one, lucky. When you roll a one on the d20, yep. do it again. Uh, you can reroll. Nice. Half halflings uh, are very lucky. <laughs> she rolled a two. A two. <laughs> I don't think it matters what my bonus is. But. No, it does not. <laughs> you improved. You improved. My character's lucky. Me not so. Much. <laughs> <laughs> Me, nah. Me, not so much. Once again, you're tossed off your feet by the suction of Vakum. 
uh, dragged along the floor. Oh, and you take four points of damage. Oh. I do? Yeah. <laughs> you're being bludgeoned, being knocked along the ground. Oh. The dust bunnies, uh, oh, they would, they would normally attack right now, but they're all distracted. They move away from you all in the direction of the minor illusion. Uh, so they're not attacking right Guess now. Please call it what it is. The sexy dust bunny. The sexy bunny. dust bunny. Thank Thank the Lola dust bunny. She has a name. The Lola dust bunny. The Lola dust bunny. Once they realize, once they get to her, they're probably going to realize she's not real, and that's when they're going to turn around and uh, come back. I don't know. Dust. It's a pretty convincing sexy dust bunny. <laughs> well, once they go in for a smooch, and they know there's no smooching back. No consent given. They have to woo this dust oh, bunny. That dust bunny's playing. Take her to dinner first. No, sir. She's going... She's just, she's just running around, just being like making the motions, like chase me, chase me. Chase she me, runs chase around. Me. Bart, you're up. Okay. Um, I seem to get back to your feet first. Yes, get back to my feet. I don't know if that's like a bonus. No, just say you're able to do it as well. Okay. Inside the bag? Inside the vacuum? No, she's outside still. Uh, How far away are we all from the vacuum? You are right in front of it because uh, it just uh, successfully pulled you in. Everyone else is a, a little further away. We'll say about 15, 20 feet away. Okay. Um, Inches. <laughs> Could I attempt to cast sleep on Vakum? Does sleep work on inanimate objects? I don't think so. I'm going to read the description. You can try it, but I'm going to. It's a creature, right? Is it not? Uh, oh. But it's almost like a. That's sentient. It was hot. This is going, oh. Right. It does specify undead and creatures immune to being charmed are not affected by this spell. So I would classify it. So it means that it doesn't work on everything. And this is almost like. So it can't be charmed? I would say it probably couldn't be charmed. It's almost more like a golem. Okay. Gotcha. I would try Cloud of Daggers, but I think if I'm in range of the vacuum, I might get hit as well. Fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side. That's the most but you could, you could cast it like away from you. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that so that the vacuum is still within the range, but we're out of it. Okay. But Kyborg would definitely be Shh. in it. I'm hoping this <laughs> would just go through without that. No! Ruining my plans. Right? <laughs> I'll still do it. Okay. Good. Um, you might be a sacrifice in this worthy fight. Well, no, no, because I want a dagger, so I'm going to catch one of these daggers. Okay, cool. In your teeth. <laughs> yes, very heroically. Uh, so it takes uh, 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spells area for the first time or on a turn where it starts its turn there. So it doesn't take any damage now, but it will on, on its turn. the start of its turn okay. if it doesn't move out of the, the cloud of daggers. Doesn't it just cast it and that's the first time? Yeah, wouldn't the, when, when it, it enters the spell? Okay, so I guess this yeah. is technically it entering it's the spells the, area for the first it, time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So roll four d four slashing damage. There, there's no save for this. I don't it's think daggers. So. What are you gonna do? TP. Nice. Is your constitution enough to, to avoid daggers? I don't think so. Yeah, I say like dexterity, like roll five it. out of right, way or something. Yeah, roll. roll Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. As a bard, as a bonus action, I don't know if I could do this mid this, but I could sp spend one use of bardic inspiration to grant five temporary HP to up to three creatures you could see and that can see you within 60 feet. So I don't know if I could give that is bonus action. Kyborg, yeah, uh, a temporary that's... five HP. Oh, my arm group. Yeah, you could say you could do that before you cast, since it's a bonus okay. action. I'll give that to Kyborg. Just, so it's just one individual? It's you can do up, to, up three. to three creatures. So I'll give it to Kyborg, Gum Gum, and Mud. Okay, so you each have five temporary hit points. Love it. What about the sexy bunny? She's still doing good. She's doing She's the Lord's work there. right now. Uh, okay, and then you're gonna roll 4d4 damage that yep. Vakum and Kyborg are gonna take. Big rolls. One. one. Nope. Yeah, one. 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 <laughs> this is good, though. This is good. This is good. I need this. 
too. Okay. So five, five. points all of damage. Right. So the ten, five tenth that you just gave me, <laughs> take it back. All right. Yeah, all, all is well. <laughs> Bart gives and Bart takes. Can I have Bart one of the daggers, though? Uh, on your turn, you could try to cool. do something yeah. with that. Uh, okay, so Vakum takes five points of damage? Yes, Vakum is, uh, takes five points of damage Take as well. That uh, at this point... I hate this die. Give me another one. You want to one? Give me a different uh, D4. Uh, That's a D4. That's at this D4. point, from behind you guys, you hear uh, uh, an otherworldly roar as Frank and Sparky comes to life. Uh, and Bum rushes at Vakum and uh, gets sucked into it. Uh, you see Frank and Sparky go in. Uh, you hear some struggling, and uh, the noise stops, and Bakum is no longer sucking or blowing. Oh. But he's still alive. Oh, I see. I is see. he still he's just, angry? Yeah, he's just not uh, making noise at the moment. So, Gum Gum, you're up. Can Gum Gum... What I want to try and do is I want to run at the bag, jump up in the air, take my axe, and dive and cut, like, use it like a... Like uh, the the Goonies thing with yeah, the like, a, like a pirate yeah, yeah. cutting a sail, which is exactly what I was gonna do. Gosh dang it! If you only had a weapon to do it with, I know I'm catching and then a dagger. Jump into it and like stab in and, and slash down. Yeah, I mean, I guess let's make go and make a couple of checks, right? Let's make first of all an athletics check. Okay. Oh no! There we go. Are you gonna count it or not? Are you gonna take it or not? Yeah, count it. Three. Thank you. It's a two. Two. Not <laughs> dang it. <laughs> We're not counting it. We're not counting it. Roll the tape. We said don't count it. Well, I stand by my two because athletics plus seven. So that's nine. nine. Uh, no, you um, uh, take a running start, uh, but before you can even jump, uh, you stumble and you get, you, like, you don't quite get enough air. No. Well, do I still, I stumble, but then I'm still swinging. Do I stumble forward into it? Yeah, I mean, you can still make your attack roll. You just can't do the cool jumping up and goonies sliding. Okay. Thing. Well, I'll take that. I still swing okay. into yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead and make your attack roll. So five plus, uh, where's my? What are you attacking with? Uh, my great axe, so five plus seven, five so plus seven, 12. 12. Yeah, we'll say that you connect with that. Uh, go ahead and roll damage on that. Okay. That's a nine plus five. 14. That's yeah. good damage. Yeah, that's good. really good damage. Uh, yeah, you uh, <laughs> you you take a running start and you try to jump and do something cool, but you just get a little bit of lift and you like it ends up ended looking like a normal <laughs> attack uh, onto Vakum. It's Kyborg's turn, but before you're able to act, you hear Patches yell, uh, "Hurry, follow Frank and Sparky. He'll help you defeat it from the inside." Oh, we want to go inside of it. I thought that might be the case. Kyborg, are you still going to try to grab one of the daggers? Absolutely. Hell yeah. What check is that, Gus? Yeah, I don't know. Um, aren't they like, be... aren't, aren't they, are they magical daggers? daggers? Slide of hand? Yes. I don't know. Grab. I would think slide. it would be strength. Oh. Athletics. Maybe. It'd be something with dexterity. It'd be like dexterity It'd to be a dex. To like pick one out and That's grab handsies. it. But he's that using his hand to hold himself up. Then I grab so it with my mouth. mouth. I grab it with my oh. mouth. Oh. At least like you would get the handle, right? Because if it's like stuck in something. He's going to Ace Ventura it. I'm going to be full pirate. It's going to be cool. Let's just try, let's just roll an athletics check. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see how the die goes. Five plus six, 11. No. Come on! Uh, You're lucky you didn't roll any Inspiration die! Oh, you want to try it again? I take inspiration die! Use your inspiration die. I invoke inspiration. That's a two. That's a seven. Woo! You're lucky it didn't cut your tongue. <laughs> uh, you're unable to uh, to snatch a, a dagger out of the cloud of daggers uh, as it's whizzing by you. However, um, you need to take 4d4 points of, da of, of damage because you started your turn 
in the spell. So I roll myself. Do I need to roll it? Bark gets to roll. I'll use, my, I'll use is, the bad die. Is it the same? Is it, is it same still going? He would surely, with the dagger strike, it's gonna hit the vacuum. Oh, because oh, it's, it's another. It's another. Right. It's like another. Oh, oh it's another round. It says a creature takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spell area for the first time on a turn, or it starts its turn in there. If the daggers are also, they're hitting me, but they're also hitting the vacuum. Could I grab one of the daggers and do the pirate move where I go down the sail? Well, it's not like it's impaling it. It's just like slicing. Isn't it though? No. <laughs> <laughs> take your D4, take your four D4. Fine. We didn't put 44? Yes. Okay. It's four. <laughs> now I get the good rolls, four. That's a one. 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 Two. Eight. Eight points of damage. I'm at 21. I mean, ow. <laughs> so what do you want to do, Kyborg? You uh, failed to Can grab it. Can I stop it. my spell now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is that the sound of the spell stopping? Okay. <laughs> to be clear, I gave my weapons away, but I didn't give away my equipment. Correct. You said you had everything and like you were still holding your shield. Right. My shield's on my back. Um, what's a python? That's like for climbing, like little, uh, like the spikes that you use. What spike? Looks like a dagger almost. It's not a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just give me like, give me this. I just want to poke something in, write it down. You can. It's not gonna, it's, I'll, I'll say it's not going to do any damage, but you could do that if you want. That's to. fine, because can I get it in that way? Yes. If I'm okay, okay, cool. Then I get a python. I like, I uh, gripping, just like kegling real hard on that vacuum. And I reach in, grab a python, stab it before I fall. And then I ride down like a cool pirate. Do you Roll an athletics check. You got it. 18 plus 5, 23, boom. Oh. Uh, no, plus I, I, 6, 24. Uh, yeah, uh, it looks really cool. You do uh, kind of what Gum Gum wanted to do, but not quite the same effect. And, and then as I'm going down, I say, Gum Gum, watch! <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to do? Because I would say that would be like a bonus action or one move action. You could still attack or do another move action if I'll, you wanted to. I want to use my move action to then go into the hole okay. that I just created because I'm trying to follow Sparky. Okay. I'm assuming he's in. Yeah, sure. We'll say it works. He's, he's stretching the story a lot for me. I appreciate <laughs> the yes ending yeah, taking yeah. place. Here. Yes. Uh, mud. So vacuum is dormant for the moment. Vacuum. Vacuum is yes. dormant he's, uh, for the moment. He's not sucking or bl- it's not sucking or blowing, but it is still active. Uh, and did Sparky go into vacuum? Sparky did. Yeah, Sparky ran in, and that's when the 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 winds stopped. Then I'd like to- Maybe he did something inside. I'd like to go into vacuum as well. Can I use that for my movement? Yes, you can absolutely go in there. Is Sparky in there? Yes. Uh, uh, Kyborg's in there as well. Uh, In front of both of you floats a glowing yellow core. You assume it's the power source for this thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you get closer, wind kicks up around you and you see a large dust golem descending from behind the floating orb. So that's what you see. Mud, uh, you would still have an action if you wanted to. So there is, it's it's uh, it's me, and then there's a glowing orb, and then behind the glowing orb is a dust yes. column? Yes. All right. Uh, you also see um, Frank and Sparky in there. He's got Kyborg's arm stuck into a bunch of gears. You think mm. maybe that's why the blowing stopped. Mm. All right, Sparky, keep doing that. It's lovely. I love that There's that is, you're doing some good. I want to just break free. I want to <laughs> break free. Um, I'm going to Great Club strike at the core. At the core. Yeah. Uh, great movie, the core. Is it? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I like to be uh, Rip RT core. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bad roll. Because you're not using your dice. Oh. You roll dice? I guess I could. Hey. I mean, that's a fifteen. Is that your second roll? No. That's first roll. First, Did you first see roll. the first roll? I heard you all say it wasn't good. Yeah, if you didn't see it, it didn't happen. Well, that's, it? It? that's a fifteen. Slip. That's a fifteen. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Generous God. Gus is being very generous. Today. It's, <laughs> a, it's a it's a non-canonical yeah, yeah, yeah. one-off. Why not? Fifteen. All right, you connect. You uh, you manage to with your great club hit the core. Uh, and how much damage do you do? Six. Nice. Not really. Four. Six I mean, it's not the damage. worst thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have gotten the three ones in a row. <laughs> <laughs> like some people. Uh, the core kind of reverberates. And blah, 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 All right. Uh, after you hit it. Uh, as a bonus action, I cast Hidden Step, and Ooh. I become invisible. Ooh. Hidden Cute. Step. Is that when you turn invisible? Yeah, until the start of your next turn. Yeah. So, suck on that. All right. Don't uh, say that to the vacuum cleaner because he will suck. Yeah. The dust golem seems unhappy with the core being attacked, but it doesn't know what to do because mud disappeared. It's gonna try to attack where it thinks mud was. Oh, mud would definitely have taken at least a step to the side. Yeah, it's, it's gonna try to just attack randomly okay. uh, out in that area. Um, that means it attacks with disadvantage because you're invisible. Not right. It's just gonna like Not right. slam there. That's a. 12, which I assume is a miss. That's a miss. 13. That's a miss. He gets a lot of attacks. And a 16. Ooh. That's a hit. Uh, so he just like starts flailing wildly uh, around and one of its uh, slam attacks manages to hit you purely by luck, doing six points of damage. Bye-bye, 10th HP. That means it is Bart's turn. Uh, you're still outside. Okay. I would like to go inside Vacuum. Okay, you enter and you see the same thing. Uh, you see a dust golem doing this kind of thing. <laughs> okay, could I see where it's like swinging so I could avoid the area? Yeah, you 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 uh, have an idea of you you figure that one of your friends must be there. Yes. Could I use dissonant whispers on this thing, or is it also like? Yeah, it would work. Okay, All right. let's do it. Dissonant that food. So the creature you target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a fail save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage. Immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Uh, so I'm gonna make a wisdom saving throw here. Where's wisdom? How wise is this dust column? Not good. So that is a 14. I think your saving throw was a 13, Bart. So I think that makes it. Let me double check. Yeah, 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it makes the save, but I think it still takes half damage. Okay. So it's how many d6? 3d6. Five. Two. Four. Eleven total. Mm -hmm. uh, round up or round down? Normally down, yeah. But this time. But this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see the golem roar. It's like trying to cover where its ears would be, which is weird because golems don't have ears, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Nerd jail. Uh, gum gum. Okay, so Gum Gum runs in. Okay, you see uh, a golem kind of grabbing at its head. And it's uh, a dust golem? A dust golem. It's like a big pile of dust, like if you don't clean under your couch yeah. for okay. a couple of years. Gum Gum shouts, Hey, we'll do magic flower! And then uses his uh, uh, 
use uh, a flower staff right now? His flower staff, yes. It casts a flower on the golem's head. Okay. Uh, to make a flower grow out of it. And I would assume, as we are little, but it is just a normal flower. It's scaled down scaled? relative to you. No, no, but it's it's just it's just cat. It just it it makes a flower grow. God's flowers are yeah, no. it's, it's scaled relative. Okay, well the biggest the biggest flower possible, which is a three foot flower, is a three foot flower. We've covered a, this. If you want to listen to Tales from the Stinky Dragon, you can find out why we know this specifically. Well, so sunflowers though. Can it makes grow a flower like grow on the golem's head, yeah. which I would imagine would be sucking inner. You know, it's like nutrients from the golem. Mm. <laughs> but it's like a, a a magical flower, right? Like it's grown from magic. It doesn't need like it's not. He's not going to slowly deplete the golem's nutrients over the course of months. You know how plants survive off of dust. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I there's all however you will. It's dust. still a big flower on his head. All right, well, yeah, he's got a big flower on his head. Um, <laughs> We're gonna die in this We're gonna die in Okay. He's like stomping around. Uh, it seems like on top of uh, doing, you know, having its hands by its head. Now it's like trying to grab at a flower that's the giant flower that's sprouted out of its head. I'd say the flower's probably like half the size of the golem. That would knock it down, wouldn't it? it, it it's very strong. Oh. It's got, well, it's got I made a big flower. <laughs> that you did. Okay, so there's a big flower now out of it. Y'all are really annoying it. Uh, <laughs> Kyborg. Here we go. I'm gonna go do uh, I'm going for that orb, the power orb. Yeah. And I'm gonna Unarmed, strike it. Now punch the hell out of that Jeez. thing. Oh, like you like with your one arm, just I mean, like I mean, wind up, put all your. It'd be like boom. all my Texas smash. All right, go ahead and make a like an unarmed attack uh, roll on that. Uh, that'd be core. that'd be a d20. Then I roll damage d6. Uh, d20, yeah. Six plus what would I? You would to? add your proficiency bonus, which is plus two, which is plus eight, plus your strength, which is plus four, which brings you to twelve. Okay, twelve. Um. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. You, you punch. You punch the hell out of it. Yeah. Nice. Do you do a D six? Uh, yeah. Roll some damage on it. No, two. Yeah, it like boom. It like vibrates and shakes uh, again. Um, but action surge. Action surge. You can take one additional action on your turn. This can be used one time per short rest. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna take another punch. Once I land that one, I turn back around. <laughs> you use like a spinning punch. Like you punch it, go all the way around and no, come no, back. No, I land and then I <laughs> United States punch it. I yeah. uppercut it. Okay. 20 nah. plus. Oh, all right. So roll, uh, roll a d6 and then add six to it. Because we'll, we'll assume it's like essentially double. Four plus six, ten. So it's say ten points of damage to the core nice. on that one. It's Twelve total. Kyborg looks super cool, like doing two punches, two one-arm punches uh, on the core. Hell yeah, dog. Uh, Mud, what's up with you? Mud casts summon beast. Okay. Call for a bestial spirit. Yeah, a bestial spirit. Sort of sexy dust bunny. It calls for. <laughs> Let me conjure um, something up for you. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna call forth. Like, can I get like a bear? Can I, can I order a bear? An animal of your choice that's native to the chosen environment. There's no native animals <laughs> inside of a vacuum, but we'll say a bear lives in the area around Boulder. The question is, is it like real size bear or it's our scaled. size? Bear? Okay. It's like the size of the golem. Okay. It's a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. it rips it apart. <laughs> Uh, I want this to be specifically a panda. A panda bear. All right, you summon How a panda. How <laughs> There's no bamboo in here. It immediately falls asleep. Yeah. Um, oh. And it uh, it gets my, uh, it takes my initiative count as well, so it's going to take an action after me. Okay. That's my action. Okay. Um, Very cool. As a 
bonus action. Combat wild shape. Okay. I turn into a mastiff again. <laughs> you must be in. I like being doggo. Up, up. All right. Uh, and so, um, you know what? It's gonna be another another mastiff, another kind of another dog is what I prefer. It'd be so two doggies. So two dogs. Two doggies. Okay. Um, and doggy goes for uh, attack guy. Which doggy? Because uh, now I'm confused. My my little friend. Okay. That's my beast. Uh, what's it gonna attack? Uh, it's gonna attack the orb. Okay. Go ahead and make uh, an attack roll. Red my d20. There it is. A five plus not enough. So uh, does not land. No. The golem is gonna take some smashes at the doggy that's attacking it. No, you monster. 17, 18, 23. I assume this all all three three hit. hit. So your doggy friend takes eight, five, 13, 17 points of damage. Oh my God. I like, don't know how much your, HP it has. Like, uh, what's the bonus added to those? Plus two on each. It has. It says at hit points, if it's a land type, is thirty. So how much did you just do? Seventeen. Okay. Bart. Yeah. So he still got the golem and the orb. Yeah. The golem's looking. I don't know. He's looking tired at this point. Maybe the the flowers like started. Tilt him off balance. Okay. Go gum gum. Um, Bart wants to uh, whip out his long sword. Okay. And just go full in. He goes he, at the golem. He goes, "All right, let's finish this, baby." You, you do it like over the top style, or is like? If I try to do it, my hair will get uh. messed up. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Uh, <laughs> all right, go to make an attack roll. Eight. Its armor class is eight. So does it? Yeah, connect? that hits. Oh, well okay, then my cool. my thing would have connected. Oh, you said five. That doesn't hit. You stopped no, yourself. No, five, I'm sorry, then, because it would have been a five plus four. Yeah, that would have hit. So oh. let's go back and roll that damage, and then we'll, we'll get to your okay. damage. Negative uh, Nancy over here thought it wasn't enough. Although roll a real dice. Nine. Nine, ooh, that's a beefy hit. All right, all right, all right, yeah, all right. I did something, I did something. All, Everyone forget how much I look like I did nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that. Bart follows it up with a vicious long sword slash that does D8 plus two damage. Three. Uh, uh, is that three total or plus three plus two? Uh, that would be five. Then. No, five. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bart slashes through the golem and it falls into two pieces. Uh, dead. Uh, oh, I thought it split into two other no, little golems. Yeah. That was one of those creatures. Uh, um, like a Minecraft slime. Bart grabs his long sword in both hands and just raises it up over his head. <laughs> and goes, yeah. The uh, <laughs> the core uh, begins uh, vibrating and making a loud noise, and then it shuts down. Uh, Frank and Sparky is still stuck in the gears, but he gives you a real cool nice thumbs up as he like falls down, and he powers down as well. No! No! With the dust golem defeated and the core destroyed, everything seems to die down. With one final death row, Vacuum starts to shudder the gears, and around you start to crumble. Pieces start falling, gum gum mud, Bart are thrown out of the machine. Kyborg, you're left alone with the Frank and Sparky. With one last breath, he rips his arm out of the gears and turns and hands it to you while it's still giving the thumbs up. Oh, Jesus. no. I have potions of healing. Please, anything. <laughs> I, can't let, I can't lose you twice, Sparky. <laughs> Suddenly, the floor gives out from Frank and Sparky, and as he falls, his legs are caught in the gears. Uh, he looks at you one final time, gives you a knowing look. He reaches for the golem arm, throws it to you, and Bakum comes tumbling down around you. So sad. <laughs>
Everyone wakes up in their rooms. Was that a dream? <gasps> Y'all are back in your bedrooms. Roll for was that a dream? Uh, 17. 20. <laughs> 16. <laughs> oh. It doesn't matter. He went 11. To bed. <laughs> <laughs> you turn to hear Dr. <clears throat> knocking on the door to the dorms, asking if everyone is all right. Hello, interns. Just checking in. It seems my laboratory doors were left open last night. Nothing bad happened. No worries there. Just a broken vacuum. Hmm. Oh, and I, I can't seem to find that shoebox I left Sparky in. Oh well, strange little mystery is right. Enjoy your weekend. Sparky will return, please. Sparky will return. Sparky will only come back if you buy Stinky Dragon merchandise. <laughs> Guys, yeah. we need Star Sparky to come back. Each piece of merch we sell is one HP. Capitalism for Sparky! Uh, and uh, you can listen to the show, uh, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. You can listen to it wherever you get podcasts. It's all over, uh, all the different podcast apps. Give it a listen. Uh, if you're already listening, thank you so much. Uh, give it a rating, refer I, to a friend, use hashtag StinkyDragonPod. Maybe you could be a character in an episode just like we uh, use some characters As this time. As a self-deprecating person who has imposter syndrome and low self-esteem, I genuinely think it is the best D&D podcast out there right now. <laughs> because, because of not only the story that's being done, everything like that, but also all of the post work that's put on it, it is a super audio enjoy audio like version enjoyable uh, experience. Yeah, we have you know some great people working on it. So of course you see us all the time. Uh, you, know, you hear us, you know, uh, in front of the camera. But we've got uh, Ben who uh, does a lot of production. He wrote today's uh, mini adventure for you guys. Woo! We got uh, Micah who does uh, the main writing for the the normal campaign that we do, and he does uh, all the editing, does all the sweetening. He does a great job with it. He wrote a custom song. Uh, for Mud, a couple episodes ago, a, a full-length song for for Mud. You can hear at the end of I think of episode six. I think it's the end of episode. six. All uh, the emotions he couldn't tell John, his brother. Yeah, he sure, because we, we never we've never talked to each other. Right. Uh, and then you can also hear uh, you might hear some uh, familiar voices uh, show up as characters in it because that that's a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, so that's one of the things I think that really separates us is like all that sweetening. There's music, uh, get voice actors to do the parts for NPCs. So it's like it's design, yeah, it's really thing. almost like a radio play. We do a lot of work onto it, and if people aren't familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, they don't have to worry about yep. it. You know, uh, we're trying to abstract the game as much as possible. It's really all about uh, improv and storytelling and having fun. What I always tell people is like, back in the '80s and '90s, like everyone was afraid that D and D was teaching uh, everyone like how to worship the devil, but really <laughs> it, was, it was teaching math and improv. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> like and I wasn't already cooperation yeah. and problem solving. <laughs> uh, if you're already a subscriber or follower or listener of the show, the best thing you can do other than obviously spending every ounce of money you have on merch <laughs> <laughs> is tell people. That's the way that these, especially these D and D shows, you have to, you have to tell people about these shows and get them to join in to listen to yeah. the art. Uh, but that's it. That's it for our time. Thank you guys. Woo!